The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Talking Tuesday on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. We are live from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco, looking back at Week 15, and then, of course, we will turn the page to Week 16 as the Cowboys prepare to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Back alongside Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. We've got Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Gentlemen, how we doing? Better. Better today? Better today. Got a little bit of sleep? A little bit of sleep, and it's time to turn the page, so yeah, we're better. Do we have to look back, Kyle? No. We're going to look back Eyes a little bit today. forward, partner. <laughs> Eyes forward. We are going to take a little bit of a look back, because we are taking calls today. Yeah. 888-855-2297. It's a talking Tuesday, so we're going to hit up Cowboys Nation, see what they're but thinking. You know the rule. 24 hours. See, but they're not going to take that. Uh, Cowboys no, no, Nation that is still upset. It's time to start turning over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're effective definitely tomorrow as far as full. Oh, yeah. Like, Full-blown talking. Me feeling better, it's because 24 hours has passed. So oh, I'm goodness. starting to emotionally get on to the next. How's but, your foot? Uh, yeah, I'm still in limp mode. <laughs> still there? I'm still in limp mode. Yeah, it it will be for a few days. Yeah, is it sore today? Got, Yesterday yeah. was more pain yeah, and today bleeding. Is sore, bruise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going on IR, fellas. I'm not. No. Every time you talk about the foot, I always think Let's about the guy I'm from not going on that Home Alone. We play it through. Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone. That's, that's what Isaiah said yesterday. Oh, the guy that, <laughs> guy that went up the stairs. You know, somebody <laughs> had, a, had, a, had another good one yesterday. They tweeted me um, after the show, and they were like, it reminded them of that scene in The Quiet Place. Oh. Yeah, on the stairs, when she was going down the stairs. I was like, you know what? It was pretty similar. Only she couldn't scream. Hmm. You let it I, out? I may or may not. Was it a have. high pitch? That's what I was just about to ask. I may or may like not. Like, what, what was the pitch? So, so news and notes. Oh, so news and wow. notes. Wow. <laughs> he just went right past it. Oh, he just shot. He tried. To it wasn't right like past it. blood no, curling. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, was it Marv? It wasn't blood curling. But there were there were plenty of expletives. Oh. Was it Marv Esh? Uh, I would say it was Marv Esh. Okay. It's marvelous. <laughs> I mean, I, it, you know, I, I'm first of all, it takes that. that. It takes anyone who has stepped on anything sharp yeah, like that yeah. with a puncture wound. You know, it takes like a split second for, for it to hit. register yeah. in your brain it's what's a, it's happening. It's the Lego. And then it's when like, it ha- oh. when it registers, you're like, yeah. you know, you lose it for. So it. like the first like two seconds was just a void in your voice, like yeah. it just left you, and yeah. then it came in. Yeah, you, like, lo- you, lo- you lose your air for a second. That was it. There it is. That was that was pretty accurate. Was Sorry good. for everybody listening that has headphones on and is only listening to the audio. I, I didn't know your voice could get that yeah, high, Isaiah. Isaiah. That was pretty uh, impressive. Isaiah has the false in my offerings. Mm. Mm. You know, I, when I was younger, I used to want to do voiceovers. I still really? want to do voiceovers. Yeah, good. Oh, what's your name from Police Academy inspired me? Oh, yeah. So I, I used to always copy about. everything yeah. that he did. I That's can't good. think of his name. Yeah. The Impressionist. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, we're sure on our age, but it's classic. Isaiah's actually singing the national anthem at the game on Sunday. So. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll do that. Full yeah. Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Let's do some news and notes. Cowboys, of course, like you said, off today. And then they will take a look ahead to the the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's start with Cowboys news because we've got some Eagles news I want to hit as oh, yeah. well. There's a big Eagles bomb that came down yesterday. <laughs> Let's start with the Cowboys, though. Well, that that sound impression needs some you like that some refinement. If yeah. we're being honest, <laughs> Michael Winslow's his name, by the way. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, so we're gonna what would Rob do? News and notes. First of all, we're not going to discuss it, but it's a news item, so we're going to mention it and we'll move past it. Jerry Jones spoke to one hundred five point three from the fan this morning. One of the questions he was eventually asked, obviously is about OBJ. Quick in, quick out. Uh, he basically, uh, the optimism sounds like it's leaving the room. Um, mm. The air is no longer in the sails. You know, if you go back and listen to it, Jerry Jones basically said that every day that passes makes it less likely that it that it happens. Obviously, that's a complete 180-degree turn from last week when he said, stay tuned, this thing could break any moment. So there you go. The, the, the air is leaving the sails on the OBJ boat. Yeah, we'll see yeah, if it happens, yeah. but uh, looking less and less likely as the day 
days go on. Moving right past that. Leighton Vanderesh. LVE. Yesterday that we were wishing the best for LVE. We sent our prayers and positive energy to him. And it worked. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for that. Worst case scenario has been avoided. It is actually not a neck injury on Leighton Vanderesh. It is a pinched nerve in his shoulder i.e. shoulder stinger, whatever you want to call it, but it's a shoulder issue. He is expected to return likely before the postseason. Obviously, that would, you know, what will determine that is can the Cowboys win against the Eagles and put themselves in position for the game against the Titans and the Commanders to matter. But mm-hmm. great news, LVE. He's going to miss this week uh, against the Eagles on a short week, but he, he should be back this regular season, but most certainly for the postseason. That is absolutely Massive. huge. Massive. Uh, the fact that and Dan Quinn even talked about it yesterday. He is imperative to this defense. Facts. There's a lot of things that are built around what LVE can do at the second level. And Isaiah, I know you've seen it on the film too. Yep. I mean, having him back in the fold is going to help this team tremendously. But, I mean, it is going to be a couple weeks. You're going to see a lot of Anthony Barr, Damone Clark. Would you classify LVE as the most underrated defensive player on this team? Absolutely. Yes. Not even not even a question. Because Dorrance Armstrong's finally getting his flowers. Mm-hmm. He's finally getting the the attention that he deserves. Eight sacks, you're gonna get that. And a check. I don't think LVE gets that. Yeah, no, that's fair. No, people check. people try to find reasons still to devalue LVE Agreed. in the face of obvious evidence to the contrary. Those people don't watch the film. They don't. Mm, they I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. If you're yeah. not if you're hating on LVE this yeah. year, you're not watching the film. I, either you're not watching the fi- the film and or you're seeing it. And you're just, <laughs> just nope, don't I don't like it. it. Nope, I don't want to eat my vegetables. Nope, I don't want to. I don't like the peas and carrots. Nope. The Isaiah and the offensive yeah. line conversation. Nope. <laughs> eat these peas and carrots, Isaiah. <laughs> like but yeah, so LV. How big is he, though, to that second level, though? He's huge. I mean, he's the one guy that you asked to come downhill. Mm. I mean, he's a guy that we knew would have a solid season simply because of all the changes that they made on the, on the defensive front. Um, they needed to do it for his health. They needed to do it to obviously stop the run. Um, still working that out. Um, but They're giving him an opportunity now to free flow and play without always having to deal with a 300-pound man grabbing at his chest. So that's why he's been productive this year. He's taken full advantage of the opportunity that's presented to him on his one-year deal. They showed him that you got to prove it to me, and he's been doing just that. And and, and to this conversation, and we'll breeze over after this to the Philly, uh, to the blockbuster Philly news, Mm -hmm. now the question becomes – is Jabril Cox, in fact, ready? Ladies and gentlemen, the question has been asked weekly, weekly, mm-hmm. weekly, weekly, particularly in my Twitter mentions, which leads to insect facts, if you know me. Uh, <laughs> why is Jabril Cox inactive? What's going Wait, on? Wait, why there? does it lead to so insect confused. acts? Insect facts. Facts. Sorry. That, because why? why? When I have repeated myself continually about a particular topic, regardless of what the topic is, mm-hmm. I just turn to insect facts and start educating the masses on whatever random insect fact I want. We could talk about <laughs> butterflies and wings and dragonflies oh, and, Lord. you know, how much an ant can lift. Yeah, I mean, might as well get educational with it. Right. So, yeah, Any, okay. those who are listening and follow me on Twitter and I'm have about to for start a while, searching you your, understand your replies. the insect facts okay. situation. So, Good Jabril enough. Cox... Um, Mike McCarthy insect? said on say again. What is the strongest insect? An army ant. Yeah, I was about to say it's an ant. You, you tried it though, I, sir. I, science I is what I, I do. I, I okay, I you knew. <laughs> like Michael Parsons does yeah. National Geographic. Yeah. Um, Mike McCarthy said on yesterday that Jabril Cox is quote unquote ready. Um, with the Cowboys having recently released or waived Malik Jefferson from the practice squad to make room for Anthony Rush in the wake of Jonathan Hankins' injury for nose tackle depth, they'd have now no linebackers on their practice squad. So they have two on the active roster as far as backups are concerned because your top three now, you got Micah, Damone, Clark, and Anthony Barr. Behind them, it's Luke Gifford and it's Jabril Cox. That's who you got. And mm-hmm. we both know Luke Gifford is a special team's ace. That being said, we don't know how much they're going to be willing to risk him in the defensive capacity, but I don't think they really have a choice. If Luke Gifford um, bests Jabril Cox this week for those reps, that's who I think you should give it to. And if Jabril Cox bests Luke Gifford in the, in you know this practice these practices this week, then you give it to Jabril Cox. But mm-hmm. however you slice it, Looks like Jabril Cox is is up. He's up. Is it possible he's just not moving the same way they anticipated when he was coming back from his injury? I know it's been a long time since he technically returned. It was training camp when he was back into the fold. But he was known as a coverage linebacker. Yes. He's somebody who changes direction in order to play at least to his strengths. So 
if he's unable to change direction, maybe he's not as good coverage-wise. Is that a possibility? I know it's it's a long way out, but maybe the injury is affecting him to this point in the year. Or is he just not good enough to make the, the roster? Wow. Tell me. No, I'm asking. We're talking about Jabril Cox. Jabril Cox, yeah. yeah. The injury affected him. Okay. No doubt about it. And it's, a, it's unfortunate. He had, but he had an ACL, and an ACL typically for most individuals, most humans, affects your ability to be as agile as you once were. Um, there are certain individuals who were created and not born that come back from ACLs, and they're just as productive as they were before the injury. Um, but typically, you lose a little something. With I would feel like with each injury, you lose a little something physically and mentally. Um, and what we've seen so far is. It's affected him tremendously, and it's it's. I think it has put a huge burden and weight over and a cloud over his confidence on the defensive side of the ball. Being confident in your role on special teams and being confident in your role on defense are two separate entities, yeah. two completely separate entities. And I'm not sure from what I've seen that he has that confidence back yet defensively. And the only way you get that confidence back. It's with reps. Right. By playing. There, get out there and start hitting. It. And he's going to be tasked with doing that on this coming Saturday against a very good Philadelphia Eagles team, regardless of who the quarterback is. Mm. Regardless. Which is, there's your what, Wait. What are you talking about? Regardless, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, Patrick yeah, Walker. Pat, what are you, you talking certain, about? You I mean, about that? I mean, he's the quarterback right, of the so, Eagles. He's an MVP conversation, well, right? That, that being said, Jalen Hurts reportedly suffered a shoulder strain in the Eagles' victory over the Chicago Bears in the third quarter. Womp, he did womp, play womp. through that. That. Um, throwing, and throwing and, arm, yeah. Well, throwing shoulder. Actually, it's yeah. conflicting reports because some reports say that it's the throwing shoulder, but hmm. then there's one particular report of a um, Jeff McClain, Philadelphia Inquirer. Inquirer, he's right there, boots on the ground, and he mm-hmm. says it's his left non-throwing mm-hmm. shoulder. We so, saw the video. Yeah, the, the, he landed weird. on his he right shoulder. On his right. It looked like on it, his right. So I'm no trainer. But I have, but you got eyes. But I have eyes. <laughs> I've had my share of injuries. But you got so that looked like an AC joint sprain. Oh, Isaiah's about as Dak educated on that. injuries as Dak anybody. Prescott dealt with that. AC joint sprain sucks. Yeah. And, so, um, and for those that don't know, there's a little bone right here. Yeah. Right. And when you get driven into the ground, it's literally, it literally, some depending on how severe it is, can look like Looney Tunes, where it's like, and it raises up. Yeah. You guys, you guys remember Anthony Fasano? Of course. Yes. Anthony yeah. Fasano separated his his AC joint and kept playing. Beast. Never seen nothing like it. I remember Jim and those guys making, taking thigh pads and molding them yeah. to his shoulder. He was out there looking like Thriller like this, right? And I remember my last game for the Dallas Cowboys before I got released and went to, in, uh, to uh, New England, I had an AC joint sprain. Mm. And that joint is tender. Rony, I tell I'm you, about, like somebody tries to reach out and say what's up, and you're like, don't, 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 don't touch it. Yeah, don't and you get out? Don't touch if it. I'm not mistaken, I believe it was 2020. Dak Prescott dealt with that that injury. Uh, are you talking about brain shoulder that he had to fight through in the month of December? I believe it was a couple. It wasn't 2020. It would have been 2019. Okay, sounds about right. Because 2020, he was hurt. Sounds like on your throwing either shoulder, it sucks. Because if it's his non-throwing shoulder, you still have to pull with that arm. Yeah. If it is his throwing shoulder, then that boy's going to be on some. If he does play, he's going to be on some magic. Right now, the Philly hasn't decided (laughs) if he's. Oh yeah, the magic juice injection. Uh, Haven't Philly haven't Philly has not decided as of yet if. Jalen Hurts will be on the field. Obviously, they just need to win uh, one more than they clinch both the NFC and the NFC East. Uh, if they believe Gardner Minshew can walk into AT&T Stadium and get it done, um, then they'll likely put him on the field. Mike McCarthy said that the Cowboys are preparing for both quarterbacks, and it's not as if the Cowboys have not seen Gartner Minshew. Mm-hmm. They played against him in January of this very calendar year in the final game of the 2021 season. And here was his stat line. nineteen for th- Well, first of all, it was the 51-point Explosion yep. against Philadelphia, fifty-one twenty-six with the final. But it was uh, Gardner Minshew went nineteen for thirty-three, only one hundred eighty-six passing yards. He did have two passing touchdowns, but he had an interception. He was sacked three times. Rating was eighty-one point one. He took off and ran with the ball five times, but averaged only two yards per carry for a total of ten combined yards and no rushing touchdowns. And this was without Michael Parsons and Trayvon Diggs on the field. So yes, 
different weaponry for the Eagles with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. That is absolutely accurate. But again, Michael Parsons and Trevon Diggs weren't on the field when this stat line occurred. So I'll call that a wash for the most part mm-hmm. and say that this is the film the Cowboys are pulling from to get Gardner Minshew's tendencies. And, and you know, it's not an un- I like it's him. not an unfamiliar opponent. Yeah, I like it's an uncommon dude. opponent, but it's, he's not unfamiliar. I've always liked him as a backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he. I've you know what I said him. yesterday? Someone used the wrong adjective for that guy. They said he was formidable. False. Mm. He is serviceable. Yeah, he is serviceable. That's why he's 8-14 and 14 as a starter. That's why he got put back in in Jacksonville, but then got benched immediately, et cetera, et cetera. He's serviceable. He can win games at the NFL level. Jalen Hurts is formidable. That's formidable. Patrick Mahomes, formidable. Josh yeah. Allen, formidable. Let's let's be careful with how we, yeah. you know, right. So <laughs> throw throw words out there. Yeah, Gardner Minshew, he can step in and, and win a game if you um, underestimate him. But if you estimate him correctly, then you can d- repeat the stat line. I Isaiah's been a big fan of his since he was at Washington State. I think it's the mustache. I can't stand Washington State. But yeah, I, I think it was like Wazoo. Oh, it was Wazoo. I That's like what it was. As a player, though, mm-hmm. I do. I always have. I think I like his fight. I like his. Fight. I kind of wanted him. It sounds like you want to get some credits from Wazoo. No, I like it. That's, this, is about, this is about as many compliments <laughs> as Wazoo player will ever receive. Dual credit. You're not gonna go back. I, and get some I, credits? I think he's a competitor. Yeah, I don't I mean he, you're not. You're not putting him. You do, you don't want to depend on him for multiple games, but in terms of playing, filling in for oh, a yeah. game, he's very serviceable Absolutely. in that regard, and he's a he's a little lightning bolt. He is, but it it also if he is the starter, uh, it's going to wildly change how Sirianni has to call this game. Uh, now the best run rushing attack in the NFL becomes not so much. Now yeah. they'll still be able to to get at you and run the ball, um, but more traditional. Yeah, if, if Jalen hurts on the ground versus Gardner Minshew on the ground, that's not a conversation. That's not a comparison. So it, it would work in favor of the Cowboys in that it would be more of a drop back and throw game for Minshew than it would be for Jalen Hurts. So it does change how they would have to prepare. But like I said, Mike says that uh, they're working on both. And it, I mean, he's been around that system for two years now because he years. was this is year two, year, the second year with Philly. So with that being said, he knows the playbook. It's not like the playbook shrinks any no, right. uh, with him in the fold. It may shrink a little bit just a tad because he hasn't run certain plays. But in terms of the knowledge, Gardner Minshew's ready to go. Yep, yep. So it's a big news story. I don't think it's as big this week as it would have been last week. They, put it this way. If Dallas wins against Jacksonville, this might be the biggest story of the year outside of the Cowboys building. I agree. Because not only would it be prior to this matchup, however, it would be with three weeks left in the season, you're only down by one game as opposed to three games. And so it, it the the length of the injury could really hurt some people. I think it, uh, it hurt Philadelphia, right? And that I'm, I'm glad you said that that last point because that's what also comes into play. It's it's bigger than just will Jalen Hurts be available versus the Cowboys. There are reports that he could miss the remainder of the regular season. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's risk versus reward for the Eagles trying to determine. Okay, well, if we the Eagles lose against the Cowboys, how confident are we that we're not going to lose out? If we choose to sit Hurts for protectionary reasons until the postseason, so they got a lot of decisions to make. But for the Cowboys, you need to win this game. You and cannot, under any circumstances, allow Gardner Minshew, the Eagles, period, even if it's Jalen Hurts, yeah, but particularly matter. if it's Gardner Minshew, a backup quarterback, come in and clinch the conference and the division on your turf. Nope. Nope. Not going to happen. Not New Orleans, yet. New Orleans, and New York, the Giants are the two that uh, that Philly has after Dallas. So. Those are two, you talk about serviceable, two serviceable teams. I mean, the Giants are probably going to the playoffs. The Saints are fighting to get into a playoff spot. So if Jalen Hurts is not available for the final two weeks of the regular season, as well as against the Cowboys on Sunday, once again, that's not final. It's just expected. That's, right. You're expected to see Gardner Minshew on, on Saturday, rather. If, if he's not able to go for the f- remainder of the regular season, that's a significant storyline. But it also feels like a missed opportunity because of what happened yesterday or what happened on Sunday. Of course it does. But it also sets – and you're not but. but, And it also sets the stage for what could be an explosive end to the regular season because if the Cowboys defeat the Eagles, go on into Nashville and defeat the Titans, uh, and let's say Gardner Minshew is the starter this week and next week and the Eagles lose, drop these two. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about week 18. It's coming down to it. All the marbles. Yeah. All the marbles. So, yeah, uh, yep. interesting turn of events here in the NFC and NFC East. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we're taking your calls, talking Tuesday, 
2297. We'll talk to Cowboys Nation when we come back. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Get your holiday photo with Santa Claus at the Star, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension Coffee through December 24th. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa Santa for more info. Santa Santa? Santa Santa. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's got some candles in there or something. Guys, I've I've got some some good news and some bad news about our upcoming programs here on Talking Cowboys and on DallasCowboys.com. Easy way or not? Lead with the bad. Lead with the bad? Lead with the bad. Pre-game live will not be out at AT&T Stadium this week. Ooh. <laughs> Just not not going to happen. We're going to be in studio. We're going to give you the biggest studio show we've ever produced on DallasCowboys.com. It's mm-hmm. going to be massive. Yep. Um, the, the the ten degree temperatures were like yeah yeah so yeah. we wanted to go out there cold Isaiah snap. Barry a cold myself snap. I have my Nate. wool draws ready listen though I don't even want to know we don't want to get don't talk gold. about your draws we don't gold bond and wool draws <laughs> was on deck we were me? we were ready to roll but guess what we didn't want to know we have a lot of other people we have to take care of and it's Christmas draws. Eve it's Christmas Eve so. We're gonna we're gonna do it back in studio. We'll be back out and and have an on site show at some point throughout the playoffs. We'll either do one out here at the Star in Frisco or we'll do one at AT and T oh, Stadium at the Cowboys. Face, Wooly Wonka. Uh, <laughs> so yep, that's uh, you that's want the you want to be news. out there and you know, the all right. I want to be out there with the people. Of course, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, of the, the people, the people, don't, the the people don't even want to. Uh, <laughs> if you the build people, it, they will come. You yeah. guys ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. The field of dreams. Yeah, field of dreams. Yeah, yeah. Field of dreams. AT and T is the field of dreams. My friend, they'll be in the field. I don't know. Field of dreams was in Iowa, and it was like seventy-five and sunny. I don't like it. Okay, field of dreams, just like freaking Tyron Smith at right tackle. I understand it, but I don't like it. 
Peas and carrots. If, uh, fooey. <laughs> if Field of Dreams was filmed in 10-degree weather with a little bit of a drizzle, I'm sure those ghosts would have stayed in the right. corn. They would have been further deeper into the cornfield as normal. Uh, but, yeah, no no show at AT&T Stadium. Good news, we'll be giving you the uh, the biggest show you've ever seen in this studio at DallasCowboys.com. And Santa's going to be a part of it as well. Just so you know. All right, let's give some. Uh, let's take some calls here on let's. Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Starting with Jordan in Maryland, our first Talking Tuesday call. Jordan, you're on Talking Cowboys. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Great. How are you? Uh, how's it going, Jordan? Hey, I'm pretty good. Hey, I, I uh, just wanted to make a. I had a question about yesterday. Uh, that um, the only team that can stop this Cowboys team is the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So what do they what do they need to do to overcome getting out of their own way? I mean, I, I, I go back all the way to 2007. I feel like that's when it really started. They just underperforming the big game. So um, I'll just hang up and listen to what you guys got to say about that. Great question. Great question, Jordan. Appreciate your call, as always. And Patrick, I'll defer to you. I'll say... 2022 has been interesting in that I'd say they've performed well in most of their big games. Obviously, you you know draw a glowing circle around the Minnesota game. Um, I think if you look at the ones that they're playing in close games, be it a, a win or a loss, it's because they're playing down to the competition. The Houston Texans game played down to the competition. The Indianapolis Colts for three quarters played down to the competition. The Jaguars, who are you know better than the Colts and Texans, still the Cowboys are the better team. Uh, they were the better team walking in, played a little bit down to the competition. And you saw that over the course of you get up 14 points, you get up 17 points, and just like in Green Bay, another situation where you were the better team, you get this big lead, and something inside you says, okay, we got this. Well, until that clock hits all zeros, you don't got it. So yeah. my big thing for the Cowboys is not only consistency, which is a word Isaiah Cowell and myself have constantly pounded the table about for this Cowboys. And I said it yesterday, and you go to the dot com, you'll see the on second thought it says inconsistency plays the Cowboys. So that's one. But under the umbrella of of consistency slash inconsistency is stop playing down to your competition. Stop. You say you keep saying weekly you don't care what the record is, but we're seeing that something inside of you, be it consciously or subconsciously, actually does play down to the record. So, yeah, treat the Texans of the world, the Colts of the world, as if they're the Vikings of the world, the Eagles of the world, and this team would be a one-loss team because I still say week one was the aberration. That was just horrible. But this should be a one-loss team right now. Ditto. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, I I like it. I don't really have much else to add on that. I just, aside from the fact that along with playing down in your competition is just execution. I think that sometimes – we see a lack of emphasis on mechanics and lack of emphasis on the foundational pillars of the yes. game, and you feel like you could just make it happen just because you're so-and-so, or you could feel like you could just make it happen just because you're the Cowboys, whatever it might be, whatever that mm-hmm. mentality is. And when you have that mindset, if you have that mindset, then your execution goes to crap because, ah, man, my skill set's not as great as I thought it was. Or, okay, yeah, you know, taking, for instance, like a Dak, you know, two weeks ago, he came in there throwing a the ball like a dog on bottle rocket. Just like, why? Why are we throwing the ball so hard? Mm-hmm. You know, and when you when you do that, now all of a sudden, yeah, I did my job, but you put somebody else in a bad situation. So go back to your mechanics along with not getting down or up for your competition. Just be who you are and Fact. make everybody play to your level. Yeah, I agree. There's a saying out there that amateurs do it and practice it until they get it right. Professionals practice it until they can't get it wrong. So these are all professionals, and you're going to get it wrong time and time again because that's what the opposing team is trying to make you do. Mm -hmm. They're trying to make you be wrong. But if you're a good team, you're going to win some games that you probably shouldn't. If you're a great team, you don't lose games, and that's what this team is right now. Mm -hmm. They're a good team. They'll win games. Mm. Don't worry about it, but they're not a great team yet because they are losing games on their own accord, and that's something to keep in mind. I thought it was a great question from Jordan. Absolutely, Very angry people at you, Kyle. Why? Because you said Cowboys are a good team. They are a good team. I know people are going to be furious. They're just not a great team. I think I think most of Cowboys Nation would agree with me, honestly. Scott in California, you're on Talking Cowboys. Scott, how's it going? It's going good, guys. Hey, I agree with uh, you, Kyle. I think Cowboys are a good team, too. Thank you. But uh, I, got, I, I got a couple things here. Um, 
I was wondering if you guys could touch on why we aren't uh, maybe shading a safety safety to Calvin Joseph Calvin Joseph's side, and also I don't think that's been brought up. I think this game was probably lost in the third quarter, right after Jacksonville scored that long touchdown. Mm-hmm. We come out, we we go into a pass play right away from the 15 yard line after we return the ball out of the end zone. That uh, that gets sacked, and then the very next play gets picked off. I don't understand why you're not trying to settle down the team and run the ball in that situation. And the other thing I'd like to see is I don't think Dak's a pocket passer. Stop making him a pocket passer. Let's move him on the side. Let's roll him out. Let's do some, you know, maybe quarterback draws up the middle, something like that. Let him use his legs a little bit more. Get him more involved in the game. When he's in the game, he seems to play a lot better. And I'll drop off here and listen to you guys, what you got to say. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for your question, Scott. Let's Thanks, talk Scott. about the film initially because Scott's doing some film study mm, out there in I California. And Ken, too. Yeah, he's doing doing Shout a good job. So shading a safety to Kelvin Joseph, because I agree with him completely. I wrote it in my, my film breakdown, was the turning point in the ballgame was the 59-yard strike to Zay Jones. That was the turning point. Because at that point, you were still up by 17 before that ball was caught. You were down by 10, and then all of a sudden, you, oh, you started to unravel from that point forward. So... Why not shade a safety over there, or have they done it on occasion? Yeah, I don't think that they're intentionally not giving him support. I just think that this is a man defense team. Mm-hmm. And when you usually play a man defense, you usually have single high safety, and that just is what it is. I mean, there is coverages in there where there was where there was cover four. I think the play that Kelvin got beat on, honestly, I think was if I remember correctly, I think it was cover four, and he just bit on it. I mean, his job is to ensure nobody gets – double move. Yeah, and he's, his Hard. job on that coverage is to ensure uh, – yeah, I think I remember. It was cover four with a man lock with with um, with uh, Trayvon. Trayvon right. stayed Trayvon on, on, the on the far side. side. Yeah. He, st- he stayed yeah. on Marvin, yeah. right? And and Kelvin just got beat. I mean, you just don't bite on it. You give underneath. That was a bend-but-don't-break call by uh, – I am really blanking out right now. Dan Quinn. Uh, by, by Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn. And – he just bit on it. So, I mean, it's not that he doesn't have support. It's just that you just got to execute, man. It's not – you're not babying anybody. He's a professional athlete. And, yeah. you know, you call safe coverages, and if people still bite on it, then guess what? You pull them out and you put somebody else in. That's what they did. What did you think about the Dak question about moving him around a little bit, using the legs? I feel like they've kind of subtly put that back into the game plan. He ran a read option in the bread zone this well, this week. Well, remember what I said uh, several weeks back. I said – and we, we touched on this RPO situation. I said – Give me some RPOs, yeah. uh, approximately three or four. I don't need five or more, but three or four, just enough to keep the opposing defense off balance. And the Cowboys have done that on a weekly basis. So to that point, uh, I give Kellen Moore his roses. They are, in fact, running the RPOs with Dak Prescott. Um, you saw uh, an RPO that went for TFL um, when the Jaguars linebacker just sniffed it out. That was one that you would have liked Dak Prescott to keep yeah. and, and you know have a better read on the lean on the linebacker. But that will happen sometimes. But that doesn't mean – you, you see plays like that, and you say, okay, you look at Dak, and you say, okay, just make the better read, but don't let that deter you from running RPOs in the future. So they've installed them, and they're actually calling them, and more often than not, they've been gainers versus plays that have been uh, dropped in the backfield for a loss. So Cowboys are, are making strides in that capacity. Um, Dak Prescott, he's making strides as far as seeing green on non-RPO plays and taking off but you would like to see that more often because there are still times where the, the green sea parts. And you love that he's keeping his eyes down downfield, but it all also goes back to fighting, living a fight for another day. So if you see that the coverage windows are being lengthened and you can't get that guy downfield and you have the, the grass in front of you, take that three yards, that four yards. Now you turn, you, you avoid third and ten because now you're third yeah. and five, and then that's much more manageable. You know what I want to see? What do you want to see? Him throw the ball out of bounds. Oh, that's yeah. all I want to see. That's what I want. For, Live to fight another that's what I down want for Christmas. I want to see Dak Prescott when he gets out the pocket. Sometimes just simply just throw the ball out of bounds. <laughs> so listen, he's getting out the pocket. Usually when Dak's having a good game, he's usually on the move. So to to his sure. to caller's point, absolutely play action. He's getting out the pocket. So Kellen Moore is calling that. That's, that's happening. Okay, mm-hmm. that's where he's getting most of his yards from. Is on the move. Okay, over routes to Ceedee Lamb, dump it off to Dalton Schultz, all these kind of things. Right. So easy high precision passes for Dak. The problem is, and a lot of his interceptions are really starting to come from him trying to make a play when somebody is not necessarily open, mm. trying to force it. I'm Now I am unwilling to give up on my guys. And because I'm unwilling to give up on my guys, I'm going to give my guys a chance to make a play no matter what. 
Get out of that mindset. When it's there, it's there. You take it. When it's not there, throw it out of bounds and have the confidence that you guys are going to move the chains on the next play. Got to get it again. Another opportunity. Let's take our second break. When we come back, we'll take two more calls, one in Arkansas, the other one in Italy, when we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. There was something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to Talking Cowboys. Give the gift of the Cowboys this holiday season with the Dallas Cowboys United membership. Give your super fan an annual club membership and a fan pack for as little as $20. Tis the season. Learn more at DallasCowboys.com slash United. Back here with Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, Chris Beam in the back. And now we've got Sean in Hot Springs, Arkansas, Woo! one of my favorite uh, destination towns. I love Hot Springs. I think nice. it's great. Sean, how's it going? You're on Talking Cowboys. All's going good. What's up, fellas? Nothing much. Oh, How are you? Oh, can't complain, and it wouldn't do no good if I did. There you go. No, there you go. All right, two quick questions. First one for uh, Isaiah. Um, are you feeling at all a little bit more comfortable about the uh, offensive line with having uh, Tyrone Smith over on the right side? <laughs> it seemed like he got most of the snaps last week, and I think he'd be good over there. And second, do you all think we might possibly see some of these uh, corners Work in from the practice squad this week, whether it's Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew on the other side, throwing the rock around just to see what we got because, I mean, it can't hurt. But that's all I got. I appreciate you guys taking my call. Go Cowboys, and uh, y'all have a good rest of your day. There he goes. Sean in Hot Springs calling us on a talking Tuesday. Isaiah, I'll start with you. Offensive line talk again. Sean's trying to get me. He's trying, He's to, trying to get you in up. trouble. Sean, <laughs> Sean, I'm not sure if you heard yesterday's That's episode. If you oh, he heard it. If you hadn't, That's go back bait. and listen to I it. I think he heard it. It's definitely bait. Um, <laughs> that That's little, bait. Little minnows. He's <laughs> That was a big minute. Am I more confident? To say I'm more confident would say that I believe that our current lineup was is better than it was when Terrence Steele was at right tackle, right? Mm. Is that fair? Okay. Am I more confident right now in that I can't say that I am. I can't say that I am yet. I <laughs> I want Tyron at left tackle. 
That's that's. I mean, I don't know how else to answer that. But Plain are and you simple. Confident. Am I confident? In this versus the, I mean, what are we, what are we comparing it to? Are we saying Tyron versus Terrence Steele at right tackle? Josh Ball. I mean, yeah. But Terrence Tyron, Steele's not on the team anymore. I get it. Ta- I yeah, saying, you're comparing it against so Josh Ball. So if it's Tyron versus Terrence Steele, no, I'm not more confident at the right tackle because Terrence is a right tackle. If it's Tyron versus Ball, that's not even a that's not even a question. But that's like, what it is. It's the yeah. Letter. It's like, do I want to drive a? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to come up with a metaphor and it's not working. I have one. I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't sponsored. See how I protect the team, Kyle. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, let's let's talk about corners on the practice squad, Patrick. Anybody that could step up there? I know there's a couple. You know what? Um, there's, I mean, there's a guy that was inactive this week too. The the on second thought that's on the dot com. I, I Nick and I pinned that yesterday at around 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will read to you exactly what it says. I will, you know, kind of spoiler alert on my own. Piece, but still go read it anyway because you know worthy clicks are good uh that means for me unleashing kendall sheffield mckenzie alexander and trayvon mullen to lock horns with nashawn wright and kelvin joseph and possibly toss israel mukwamu in that mix as well to finally get a handle on this situation not five hours later uh defensive coordinator dan quinn basically said it's going to be an open competition there you go i'm going to assume dan quinn read my on second thought because he's just great thanks for reading it dan <laughs> and thanks for reacting appropriately you know, I, you know so what the, i have a question about so, what's that Al, if, when you guys speak with al harris mm-hmm. okay Whenever mm-hmm. the coaches are available, just do me a favor. Can you ask him why, with him having been a very physical corner, mm-hmm. he was a very much so, he could shadow you, but he was a very much so, I'm going to get up in your face, put oh, my hand yeah. in your chest cavity. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was that. Got on you. Absolutely. Why is he smoke. not enacting that here? As a coach? They're doing a lot more shadowing, a lot more playing from off. Why are he? Why is he not? Releasing the hounds in terms of letting these guys go up there and put hands. I, on guys I think in the that's room. deference to Dan Quinn, to be honest with you, because if nah. you look at to a degree, because if you look at the system and and you know yeah. better than most, if you look at the system in Seattle, there was a, they Sherm- were physical, right? But Sherman wasn't that Al Harris build as far as here's the free smoke. Sherman was more, I'm going to give you a little bit because I have the length and athleticism to recover, close, and get this interception. That's why Sherman was so dynamic. That's a different skill set than an Al Harris, and you can agree with that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a situation where, especially when you have these young guys, you – and we, we mentioned this a few weeks ago. Why is this guy playing off or that guy playing off? And it's because there might not be enough trust there just yet for me to say, hey, look, Kelvin Joseph, go put your hands in this guy's chest at the line of scrimmage, jam him up for five yards. I trust that if he gets the release, you can still track him and, and get this pass breakup or better, a takeaway. But if you feel like you're still test driving a guy, you're going to play that guy off. They played Kelvin Joseph off of Zay Jones, Mm-mm. and it still didn't work. Mm-mm. So if you don't have the confidence that he can press the man, yeah. and now you don't have the confidence that he can play off the man either, we are at the I, point where the open competition should happen. So yeah. Trayvon Mullen is who you were talking about, who was made inactive. Yep. I can understand why he was. He was claimed off waivers only a few days before the game, similar to T.Y. Hilton joining, joining only a few days on the opposite side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But for me – the question mark remains, Kendall Sheffield has been here since October. Yep. Mackenzie Alexander has been here going on three weeks now. You had two veteran options in, on the practice squad. Could have elevated them. Could have elevated. No elevations of either of them. That has to and will likely change this week. Also, by the way, you mentioned Israel Mukwamu in there as well. Yeah, I, I asked him the other day in the locker room. I said, would you ever move back to corner? And he Would you said, ever move? He said, would I? There you go. Absolutely. There you go. And I asked him, I was like, is that just where you're comfortable? He goes, yeah, that's that's my home. Izzy wants that's to home. smoke. That's home for me. So, yeah, Israel Mukwamu could be an option if he gets in the coach's ear enough to, to do so. They like him at safety, and they like him on special teams. I want them physical at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. that's couple of that with this, with this defensive front. You don't allow receivers to get going. Just the way he said that was very peas and carrots of, of yeah, Isaiah there. I want physicality. Yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious. Oh, give me, give spicy, me. Man. I want Marco in Italy to be on Talking Cowboys. Marco, Marco, you're on the Hello. line. How's it going from across the pond? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. What's on your mind? I wanted to share um, my view on, on the team with you. I, I agree with you. I mean, the team is good. It's not great. Mm-hmm. And over the last 10, 15 years, barring devastating injuries, we've always been good. Let's say out, 8 out of 10, but never good enough to win it all. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, in my opinion, the culture of the franchise since, since Jimmy Johnson left. 
Of course, they want to win, but at the end of the day, if you're a Dallas Cowboys, life is beautiful anyway. For example, take Dak. After TB12 and Mahomes, he's the most famous quarterback in the NFL. People may not know who the Rams quarterback is, but everybody knows Dak. Mm. As a consequence, they don't put enough attention to details that other franchises have, and they end up short of the goal each year. Penalties, weird calls, not because they're incompetent or poor players, but due to lack of attention. Mm. So in my opinion, complacency has no room in the NFL. And the Cowboys are a complacent organization when compared with the top franchises of the league, such as New England or KC. So good, but not good enough. And I think the reason is, is the culture. It's not the people. I'm not pointing fingers to the coaches, the players. I think that if you transfer this organization, this roster, to another franchise, they may end up having better results because mm. of the culture. I would like to, to hear your views on this. And, you know, I wish you a Merry Christmas, a great 2023, and go Cowboys. Same to you, Marco. Thank Thanks, you, Marco. Marco. Appreciate your thoughts. And I I. I would love to dive into that. I really would, but yeah, we don't have. That's like a week long conversation because yeah, that's, that's a talk. the 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 fact of the matter of what it means to have the star. I mean, there's a tension on you, but there's also a, a pride factor that comes with it too. Yes, and that pride factor could either be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. So that's part of it. And if you're not mentally ready for that as a player in the NFL, it's going to come back and hurt you at some point. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Mm. Uh, and there's a reason pride is one of these seven deadly sins. If if you let it consume you and, and use it, you know, to counteract productivity, then, I mean, it's going to be your downfall. So for the Cowboys, it's it's the most valuable sports organization on the planet. Mm-hmm. It has the most eyes and ears watching it. And like Kyle said, it comes with a ton of pressure um, to deliver. And if you look at it, the Cowboys have had more success as far as regular season is concerned over the past decade or more than most of the other NFL teams. Yep. Um, but it's not ever going to be weighted the same way. And it doesn't matter if that's fair or not. Once you put this on, your helmet, this star – expectations rise so five Super Bowls you've been chasing a sixth since the mid 90s uh it Hmm. it's now or never really for a lot of these players and I will say this and I'll I'll toss it back to you guys um when you mentioned Dak and you mentioned some of these other guys keep in mind most of this roster is playing for their lives this is a game of attrition. The, the bottom half of the roster doesn't know if they'll be in this building in a uniform next year. They don't know if they'll be in anyone's building. So they're really leaving it all on the field. But yeah. as a culture, I understand that thought process because when you go 25, 26 years without getting to the promised land or even the NFC championship, you, you have to take those types of criticisms. And it's fair to throw them on the Cowboys right now. I mean, you played with the star on your helmet, so you've got to have some kind of thought to that. I mean, yeah, there's weight that comes with it. I mean, but that's not what you're, you're not thinking about that as a while player. you're playing. Yeah, you're not thinking about no, that. No, no, no. You are between games though. <laughs> Monday this you, Sunday. You are. You are because you're human. Yeah, and and not really. I didn't. If your filter isn't set up correctly, and you're consuming all of this Skip Baylesses of the world, and you're watching all these Stephen A's of the world, as a human, it will start to infiltrate your subconscious. That's why you have to be careful in what you Isaiah's consume. Isaiah's a robot. No, I mean, seriously. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's just about being basis. careful I mean, about what you consume. I was, too, I was right. too focused on the individual, you know, my, my assignments and my battles for that week. I mean, okay. You, I mean, you, you're not – at that time, you're not, worried, you're not worried about the weight of the world. You're not worried about how many Super Bowls came before you. You're not, you're not worried about all those things. You're worried about keeping your dog on job. Well, you're worried about like winning said, ball games yeah. and hopefully adding, you know, some bread and some jewelry to your to your, dog <laughs> to resume. your collection. The, that, the right, and, and the right now, kind of jewelry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right and oh, when you take care of those things, and obviously the umbrella wins too. But I mean, honestly, players, players, you gotta take care of yourself, man. Yeah. Play, sure, play on play. But it it, yeah. it goes back to what Patrick was saying <laughs> too. You know, it goes back to what Patrick was saying too. And you know this as much as anybody, but you, you're playing for your football life. Yeah, you're absolutely. playing to stick it's your, around. It's your resume. There's a yeah. part of it yeah. there, and especially here, whenever they don't really. If you ball give out, you that if you ball out contract. with that on your helmet, you're good. Yeah. But if you don't, if you don't, then move mm, on, player. Because it's yeah. not it's not weighted evenly. Nope. No, it's not. You could have the same stats uh, for the Jets that you would here for the Facts. for the Cowboys, and which do you think is going to make you look worse? Absolutely, in yeah, the absolutely. court of public opinion. Yep. No That's doubt, how it goes. Yep.
good but not good enough. That's uh, pretty mm. much the topic of conversation today on a Talking Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. We're officially turning the page to Week 16 and the Philadelphia Eagles. We will preview the Cowboys' defense going up against that Philly offense, possibly without Jalen Hurts. Thanks to Jordan, Scott, Sean, and Marco for calling in. Chris Beam in the back, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-